1: The Dallas Cowboys have yet to sign Mike Zimmer to a contract. What's the holdup? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Locked On Cowboys, Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by PrizePix, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepickscom slash LockdownNFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. On today's show, we're going to be discussing Mike Zimmer, the almost Dallas Cowboys (laughs) defensive coordinator, uh, why it's taking so long for a deal to get done, some potential options if the deal does fall through, and how far away the Dallas Cowboys from the Chiefs and the 49ers, who we saw play last night. But let's first start with some Zimmer news. So we did a show on Friday talking about mike zimmer because it was announced by several outlets that mike zimmer will be the next defensive coordinator to the dallas cowboys we talked about our excitement level and then saturday passed no deal no official deal sunday passed no official deal we got some word that there's some contract holdups, and now it's monday afternoon still nothing yet so Lane, what's going on
0: yeah. I mean, it sounds like there's some kind of uh sticking points in, in the contract deal. I mean, obviously there's only so many elements involved in these, in these deals. So you would have to think it has to do something with money or length of time or, you know, you know, responsibilities, but I, I can't imagine it's that third ones. So it's either something in, 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 you know, dispute with the, the amount of money, the, the payment schedule, something involving the money or, uh, uh the length of time of the contract, you know, as those are the, two main sticking points when you're discussing a a coaching contract for sure. So uh, it'll be interesting to see exactly how this plays out. I mean, this has all kind of been, you know, sussed out through whispers and the fact that this deal isn't done yet, but we haven't really heard too much particulars about, you know, what the actual sticking point is uh, on this contract negotiation. So I've got to believe it's the length of the deal, right? Uh, Mm. I mean, I think a lot of
1: people around the league believe that Mike McCarthy could be a lame duck coach going into the 2024 season, four season uh, without a contract extension in the final year of his deal. If you're Mike Zimmer, you want to get a three or four year deal here, right? To at least give you as much guaranteed money as possible. And I I, I've got to believe that's one part of it. I also got to believe that Zimmer probably wants to be paid as one of the highest paid defensive coordinators in the league. And he probably wants to get the same money that Dan Quinn's been getting over the last couple of years. So, I, again, I, we don't know those numbers because they're not made public. But if you're Mike Zimmer, there's probably no reason to hold out for anything less, right?
0: I mean, obviously, he was cool with holding out all of last season. I mean, he's made you know quite a bit of money in the NFL and, and obviously wouldn't be hurting for a job if he decided that he didn't want to take this job. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think for him, it's like, you know, he's been out of football already. Uh, you know, he'd probably be glad to go back out for another year and spend time in Kentucky watching film and, at home. Uh, wait for the next coaching cycle to come around. Uh, and for the Cowboys, you know, I, I, I tend to think that this is another situation where the Cowboys are too overzealous to announce something before it's done. You know, and 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 because they announce something like this, they put themselves in a bad leverage situation. You know. Uh, the, the, so the, how concerned
1: the, are you that a deal won't get done here?
0: I, I don't I don't know how concerned to be, you know, that's that's the problem is that we don't know any of the details of what the we don't know what the sticking point is. So it's hard to like argue like or debate how long the the, the holdout is gonna be because of that. But I imagine that you know the cowboys themselves are not gonna be interested in like dragging this on more than through this week right? Like I I can't imagine. I don't even think that. I mean, I would think by like Wednesday, they're going to want to have, yeah, I would imagine. So, I mean, I, I I think the deal gets done and it gets done soon, but I also think that if it doesn't get done soon in in the next couple of days, Cowboys have got to move on, you know? And, and like, (laughs) I mean, again, part of the issue with them waiting as long as they did is that they don't have very much runway left. Right. So they can't, and, and again, this is a situation that was created by the Cowboys, right? They announced this before it was done. They dragged their feet and now they've just pushed a whole bunch of leverage to Zimmer's agent side because they're the only people that are under the gun of the Cowboys. So, you know, it's, it's kind of not a great negotiating position to be in. Uh, but I, I ultimately think that the Jerry is going to, you know, just pay through the nose for it and it'll be fine.
1: There's a lot of reasons why this needs to get done quick. I've, For a few, like, just the NFL combine is 14 days away, okay? Yeah. The start of free agency is a month away. On top of that, you need to build out a coaching staff on defense. You just lost Odd and Dirty to the Seahawks to be their defensive coordinator. You lost Joe Witt. You lost Dan Quinn. Like, whoever is the new defensive coordinator is going to have to go out and start hiring people for those jobs. I mean, we're we're getting – we're already past the all-star games like we're getting into the point of the offseason where like it's time to start evaluating yeah talent and free agency and
0: the draft like you can't wait around forever to get this done yeah i mean again this again points to the reason that i was you know complaining about the fact that this was taking so long before you know is that there's still a lot of other stuff to do to kind of fill out your your roster and fill out your coaching roster uh you know before it becomes Evaluation, t- like serious, serious evaluation time, right? Like, I mean, kind of you will know, down to the 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 home stretch. We have to remember is that you know, we as as kind of consumers of the draft, we have time all the way up until the draft to kind of get these reports and understand like who these players are. These guys need the lens. Uh, the scouts need the lens in which they are looking through to view these yes. players before yeah. they can do it, right? Like they don't even know whose, you know, defense they're viewing these defenders through, uh, the lens that they're defending, viewing these defenders through, uh, and, and they're evaluating. So they're, they're kind of getting just a general, uh, uh, you know, evaluation on these guys without, uh, you know, having to match it to the specific scheme that they're going to be playing in. So, uh, yeah, this is, the hour is definitely getting late, and they, the Cowboys need to move on this. And And this is my concern, is that Zimmer uh, you know, Zimmer's holding them to a spot where, they may have to make a, a bad decision in order to kind of get things done in a timely manner, uh, which, again, just points to a, a really mismanaged timeline on this whole situation. The Cowboys are the only team in the league with a coordinator opening
1: going into the first day of kind of the off season. It's kind of incredible. Um, I'm hoping that we get some Zimmer news within the next 24 hours or so because, as you mentioned, the longer this drags out, I think the less confidence I have that Zimmer will become their next defensive coordinator. And if it's not Mike Zimmer, who could be their next defensive coordinator in 2024? We actually got some news during the show on that. We will discuss it next. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. All you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. It's also demon time on Prize Picks. You can now win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into a thousand. Demon and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with the red demons or the green goblins give you different payouts. You can now win up to a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. Go to prizepickscom lockdown and use promo code lockdown nfl for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Again, go to prizepix.com slash nfl.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube you can also now find it on Amazon Fire TV. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Lockdown Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. All right, Landon, as we were recording this, uh we were recording this episode, uh, we got this from Adam Schefter on the Pat McAfee show. He said the Dallas Cowboys love their interview with Rex Ryan. Mike Zimmer's deal is not done and they've reached back out to Rex Ryan, gauging his interest of being the next defensive coordinator. What are your thoughts?
0: That Rex Ryan is going to be the defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys in the 2024 season. And I'm not thrilled about it. That's basically my original thoughts. I don't know. That's frustrating. You know, again, shut up (laughs) like shut your mouth cowboys and just negotiate don't talk to Adam Schefter don't go tell David Moore how you feel about Dak Prescott just be quiet and and negotiate normally because this helps nothing no one cares other than you're pissing off the people that you're talking about like yeah this is this is dumb you know this is I don't know why they, they continue to do this kind of thing and and you know,
1: And I wouldn't even be surprised if it was one of those things like Mike Zimmer saw the Tom Palisaro tweet on Friday and got annoyed that like, hey, this deal's not done and you guys are already leaking it. Like we can't have this stuff if I'm going to come be your defensive coordinator and
0: maybe it spooked him a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'm sure the agent was like, "Oh, that's nice that you've decided that this number that we're haggling over is the number that we're going to have." Guess what, jerks? It just went up 2 more million dollars because you just you guys decided you could not wait to call Tom Pelisaro and tell him that this deal was done. Like there's no I just I just would love for the Joneses to understand that there is zero advantage to negotiating or releasing negotiation information in, in the press. They have consistently gotten their butts kicked by yes. the other negotiating side when they've used this tactic. Uh I don't understand why they continually do this. It's really ruined a lot of really great situations that they could have walked into. Uh but you know, they continue to do it and 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 they think that they're being sly by, you know, kind of return volleying this Rex Ryan stuff uh and and ultimately that you know, it it's just them shooting themselves in the foot again. It's, it's just so frustrating. Well, and actually Rex Ryan
1: on uh, ESPN on Sunday kind of yep. gave us some of the information. Like he was one like saying, hey, this deal's not done yet. I still want to be a candidate for this job. I, I think I am still a candidate. Uh, and he gave a passionate speech on why he thought he should be the defensive coordinator. He, he mentioned that he thought this Cowboys team was really close. They needed to be a little bit tougher on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and he said that he's had the opportunity to become a defensive coordinator multiple times over the last couple of years, but he's been waiting for the right situation. I, I, I just don't know if you're out of the NFL for seven years, if you can come back in and have immediate success. I, 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 like a, I love a lot of what Rex Ryan has done. I think he is one of the most brilliant defensive minds that we've had over the last 20 or 30 years. But that's a long time off, Landon, And If that's the direction the
0: Cowboys decide to go. Yeah. And again, it doesn't line up with any of their other team building timelines. You know, it's like, let's get this guy who runs a completely different type of defense, completely different type of defense. Uh, and 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 you know, let's start the kind of two or three-year period of g- installing his defense into this uh 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 you know onto this team, and and you know, that lines up just absolutely terribly with the timeline that's happening on the other side of the ball with the quarterback and the head coach and everything else. Yeah. I mean, this is just like uh, reactionary team building. It feels like, you know, it's, it just feels like you're responding to what's happening on a day to day basis instead of having a cohesive long-term plan for where your team is heading, which is frustrating.
1: I'm curious to see what the reaction for Cowboy fans would be if, the Zimmer deal falls through and it's Rex Ryan that's the fallback option. Like, would Cowboy Cowboy fans view that as, oh, those are two similar coaches. It's not that big of a deal. Or Cowboys can't even get the defensive coordinators they want anymore. Like, that's how bad this situation
0: has gotten. I mean, it should be that. Like, it it shouldn't. I mean, what it likely will be will be the, oh, I know who Rex Ryan is. He's on ESPN. He must be a good choice. That's what the actual reaction would be. What it should be is Hey, there's a reason Rex Ryan has been on ESPN for the last 7 years and uh the, the, this the Cowboys botched their first choice for a defensive coordinator so badly that they're having to go for the guy that, you know, is a uh, you know a television guy at this point, you know. So, uh, look, I just I think Rex Ryan has has had a lot of success and he's probably he's a great defensive coordinator. He's proven that over and over again. It's definitely uh, uh, you know, did a lot of incredible things with that Jets team. But you said it like he hasn't coached a defense in uh, half a decade plus. And again, it, it's it'd be one thing if the Cowboys were so overwhelmed by Rex Ryan in the first place that he was their first candidate and that that's who they chose and all of those good things. But no, they've screwed this situation up just in the last uh, day so, so badly that, you know, now they're having to. Uh, you know, sl- very slyly, no one's seeing through it. Very slyly, call Adam Schefter or whoever to go p- spin this to make it seem like, well, now Rex is a pretty good choice too. Like, unless unless this is just
1: Rex going to Schefter because they work at. The it United could Network. be that we, that also hey, keep my it. name out there being mentioned so I could potentially get another job down the road.
0: You know, it could that could also be it as well. Um, but I do know that. I do know that no matter what, like the Cowboys leaked the Tom Pel- to Tom Pelisaro that the Zimmer oh was gosh. the head coach, and he's yeah. not the head coach currently. So or defensive or the coordinator. coordinator, yeah, he was yeah. coordinator. He's not the defensive coordinator so accordingly. So they definitely screwed that part up at some point. So so, all
1: right, removing the Zimmer part of this and the the sequence of events, if Rex Ryan becomes the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, like what letter grade would you give it? Like C, worse than that. So removing
0: the process part of Correct. it, just, just, just strictly the hire. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably a C. I mean, I mean that's to be nice, probably because I I have respect for what Rex Ryan has done in the league previous to this. But again, like you know. <laughs> Having Rex Ryan as your defensive coordinator in a vacuum without all the particular context, probably a B. But the fact is is that, you know, it's like the, t- the timeline mismanagement, the fact he hasn't coached in so many years, like, yeah, I mean, C is probably your starting position and you're hoping it doesn't get worse
1: well, I, I was watching a video from Nate Tice from The Athletic talking about Rex Ryan as a potential candidate for the Cowboys. And he said a lot of what, like Mike McDonald, who just got hired to be the Seahawks head coach, who was the defensive coordinator of the Ravens this year, a lot of what he's running is just basically stuff that Rex Ryan ran with the Jets and the Bills over the last decade. And he thinks that Ryan would be able to jump right back into this NFL and have of immediate success. I hope that's the case. It just really does worry me when you've been out of the game for that long. We've seen several Hall of Fame coaches on offense and defense take time off and they get back in and it's just not quite the same. I I, I could talk myself into being optimistic about it, Landon, but there are some real concerns for me.
0: Well, look, I mean, I, I think generally speaking, the positive for, you know, developments you get are when you have a formerly complicated defense uh and then you switch to a, a a kind of Quinn type defense right where you play fast and 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 there's not a lot of complications behind it you know play simple coverage man coverage behind it and you're attacking with four right because there's very little kind of extra you know uh x's and o's to learn or checks to learn you know what i'm saying like but with this situation, you're having to learn all this extra stuff. You don't have they don't have all of this extra time, especially now. Um, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make a ton of sense to me, and 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 again, like the diminishing returns of how long this is going to take to kind of get in place. And and, and here's the other thing too: is the, <laughs> the brilliant part is that is Rex Ryan going to take a one year deal, or is Rex Ryan also going to require a three year deal? And now you've got now you're beholden to Rex Ryan. And guess what? I know. Mike McCarthy gets fail, f- fired, and guess who's going to be your head coach temporary? But boy himself, so I just, I, I just don't think that this is like you know this. It's, it's all just reactionary. It's all just like you know, instead of like having a cohesive plan and executing it, they, they had that, they blow it all to hell in, 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 the, in the, in the public, you know, with media and just the way they handle the situation, and then they kind of jump to the next disaster that they hope won't, will work out uh, in their favor. A lot of encouraging words there for you. I yeah, I'm, I'm really super positive about this whole situation. I, I, as as normal, I guess. Yeah, uh, let's let's just hope that they figure out a way to get a deal with Dumbo Zimmer as quick as possible.
1: Uh, all right, I want to talk about the Super Bowl just a little bit on how close or how far away are the Cowboys from the Chiefs and the Niners? We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. What a game that was last night. It's absolutely phenomenal. But as usual, the commercial stole the show in my book. DoorDash went all out for game day and DoorDash stuff from all the ads to one lucky winner, car, snacks, even tax software. Somehow they pulled it off. I'm a little bummed that I didn't win, but got to hand it to them. It was one heck of a delivery. DoorDash is the All in one app for your everyday needs from restaurants, groceries, to flowers and gifts. So the next time you're running low on dinner ideas, pet supplies, or just time, you can get so much more than you realize delivered. If you're having a watch party or like me, I have the bachelor parties now at my house. Now that the football is over, we're watching bachelor here at my house. (laughs) Uh, Get all all of your stuff that you need delivered with DoorDash. Football season might be over, but we're in the thick of basketball season, school year, winter. I can think of a million reasons why you want to order on DoorDash. Hop on the app and make your day a little easier. Get dinner for tonight, groceries for the week, or a consolation prize for your sad friends in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. All on DoorDash. DoorDash, your door to more. Head to the DoorDash app to get everything you need delivered.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Uh, I was going to tell you, every day, we were going to have Luke Braun on the show to discuss Mike Zimmer's defense. Uh, reached out to him this morning. We might not be doing that show. We'll have to wait and see. But if, if the Cowboys do make that announcement, Luke will be on uh, the show later this week. I want to talk about really quickly, just the Super Bowl. When you were watching that game last right. night, Landon, it I know it's, I, I, I was com- constantly comparing the Niners and the Chiefs to the Cowboys. How far away do you think the Cowboys are from what we saw last night?
0: Hmm it's tough right it's it's like you feel like uh, it's it was interesting watching you know these teams we talk about all the elements that are uh uh required to win the super bowl right and, and the importance of a passing offense uh you know as as part of you know the main formula of winning football games right but then you get into the super bowl you get into like the late part of the playoffs and it really does seem like it's Running the running game and the defense that seems to like kind of be the element that has to be the kind of it, it feels like when you get into the Super Bowl, no matter how many times you've been there before, that there's like you know just a level of disruption because the whole thing is just so different than a regular it's football. So game. weird, yeah. You get on the field and you know to your, do your normal warm up, and instead of like warming up, going back into the 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 locker room, getting dressed, and coming out, and that being like you know an hour hour and a half long process it's like a 3 hour process in the super bowl and then there's also the you know the halftime that's like you know at 45 extra minutes everything's just slightly off and it feels like by the end of the year you know everyone's kind of beat up that it, it because of all the just like uncertainty and just kind of weird timing stuff that everything kind of feels disjointed early in the game and and and, it, and i feel like the only way the teams get out of that is by relying on their run game right like getting the run game going and then having some success that way and then eventually kind of finding some some room to throw the football you saw San Francisco's defense come out and just was ferocious early in the game like really oh having gosh. really just like to, you know not allowing Kansas City to do anything I, I don't think they got a first down until like like near the end Four of the minute. first half
1: right yeah, yeah I, like it that. was
0: like, it was it was rough for Kansas City there for a while so uh, to me you know it feels like watching that game and just kind of again reminding yourself that that's the the brand of football that has success kind of near the end of the game. We always want to talk about you know Brock Purdy or or, or Mahomes obviously because that's the the big you know that's the big highlight that everyone's focusing on just because everyone's sure. looking at football at a very surface level. But the truth of the matter is is that you know the ability to stop the run. At the end of the game is what what won Kansas City that game. They they were forcing uh, Purdy to, Purdy to have to throw the ball without having success in the run game, and I think that's ultimately uh, you know how they were able to win it. Um, that plus turnover. So I, how, keeping that in mind, it, it looks to me when you compare these teams that this Cowboys team is built similarly in the in the way that you would want to win these regular season games, right? Like they have a very good passing game. They have a, a past defense that w- had, had a lot of success at different points. I, I think the other aspects is where they really have a w- long way to go, right? They still are obviously not great at, at run defense, and they've got worse at running the football last year. Um, so I, I tend to think that, that, and that's probably part of the reason that Quinn is, you know, I mean, Quinn left because he went to go get to be a head coach, but part of the reason that maybe, you know, some of us didn't want Quinn back is because ultimately, it isn't a winning strategy to completely ignore the running game. Like you just can't, yeah. it, it makes some sense during the regular season because you have to like invest somewhere. And if you just over-invest in attacking the passing game, you're, you're going to find a lot of success like the Cowboys defense did. But when the rubber meets the road at the end of the season and you need to be able to stop the run, um, the Cowboys were just unable to do it no matter what they did. Uh, and I think that ultimately that, commitment to balance in both offense and defense is the biggest difference uh, between the Cowboys and, and, you know, the Chiefs and the 49ers. And the
1: only only other thing that I would say is just like the mental toughness that like Kansas City had. There was a million things that went wrong for Kansas City in this game, whether it was like they have the big pass to McCole Hardman. And then on the very next play, Isaiah Pacheco fumbles. Um, Mm -hmm. They're down, was it? I think they're down 10 to three at this point. If Mahomes throws the interception on their side of the field. But instead of like. <laughs> folding and just <laughs> we, giving up. Yeah, I mean, instead of, we, like we saw in the Packer game this year, right? The, Dak threw interception. Was it a play later the Packers scored a touchdown? What did the Chiefs do? Three and out on defense. And they actually forced a punt. So the Mahomes interception didn't hurt them at all. There's a, you know, a big third down late in the game where if the 49ers yeah. get the first down, the game is over. They just kick the field goal and they run it all the time. They call up the right slot play, right slot blitz play and knock the pass down. Or, you know, they caused a fumble on Christian McCaffrey in the opening drive of the game, despite them moving the ball up and down the field. I just think that part has been missing for the Cowboys for a while, because like talent-wise, I think they're more talented than Kansas City. And I think they're close to San Francisco talent-wise. They just don't have that resiliency that either of those teams had.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you know you said it. Like, I think that ability to continue to be aggressive and not—I think that's the thing that that consistently surprises me. And I think that is a tough ceiling for a lot of these coaches to break through. Is you can't go into a conservative shell in the Super Bowl, right? No. You got to be aggressive. On you know, look, and ultimately, what what Spags did was he sent a lot of Cover Zero and sent the, sent a lot of players at Purdy. And I think that that sort of uh, fearlessness of, of defensive calling paid off, you know. And I think that you cannot get to the Super Bowl and then go into a shell. You got to, you have to go take the Super Bowl, right? So, uh, and I think that that's, you know, that sort of aggressiveness by Spagnola and then ultimately Andy Reid, uh, that's, that was the difference in the game. And, 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 you know, that I, I think about it's such a small play, right? But that slot blitz, I think it was on third down near the, near mm-hmm. the red zone in, in, in overtime it was um it was anticlimactic right because it, yeah. it, you you wanted like a big play or something like that but it was this enormous play right the fact that they had to kick a field goal instead of scoring you know uh, a touchdown right and 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 i think that ultimately is like very indicative of the difference yes. between these teams right is that is you don't play conservative we got to get this third down you go and get it you go go attack them force them to make a mistake uh, and that's how you win those kind of games. And even when things aren't going your way, like in the overtime
1: drive, right? It was third and 13. They, yeah. they sacked Purdy, but they got a defensive holding. I've yeah. seen the Cowboys time and time again. Like, and that was you it. Think, yeah. That was it. You that think was the game the is overtime. over. Hey, they're, they're going to go down, score a touchdown. And then whatever. Um, they got the stops when they needed to, like when they were they able to, to bounce back. Uh, that's something the Cowboys just haven't been good enough at doing over the last, however many years and i would love to see that change in 2024 hopefully with rex ryan fixing oh my
0: god
1: (laughs) no move mike saver hopefully Uh, all right that is it for today's show we want to thank you for making locked on cowboys your first listen every single day go download the podcast wherever you get your podcast check us out on youtube as well follow landon on twitter at McCoolBCB. i'm at marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you right back here tomorrow